0: Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Love Live Ruach, Remnant Reality Radio. That was Becca Shea and Heartbeat to kick off RIP 2.0. nightly. Ah aha, yeah, Just hoping to get it right. That was Becca Shea with Heartbeat to kick off RIP 2.0, Ruach Reflections, the nightly news of the word love fellowship gathering, where inquiring minds ask, were we in the Ruach HaKadosh, or our own yuck of flesh today. I am scribe, President of Emulators MC, Shalak of Ahabah, and your yah for Yahweh this evening. Let's get to it. We start each podcast at 10.07 Eastern, 9.07 Central, 7.07 Mountain, and 6.07 Pacific. If you'd like to join us on the call, just dial 727-371 no access code is needed again that number is 727 731 and you're in if you're new we hope this resonates with you and we hope you keep coming back if you're not new we thank you for what you're doing as far as prayer and meditation for those that are new and we are definitely glad you come back Welcome one and all We're going to see if Marissa is ready with the preamble and the warning
1: sure can you hear me Yes we can Okay This is Transform Recovery Preamble Transformed is a faith fellowship of men and women who overcome their challenges together, defeat the enemy of self, defeat demons of darkness, share victories, share knowledge, share understanding, share wisdom that's results driven and Bible-based. Spiritual awakenings are many, which lead us to come to three stark realities. We are not God, who is God, Yah, turning over our life to Yah, hallelujah. The only requirement for membership is a desire to stop sinning and a desire to start winning, to honestly destroy and denial and open up. Recognizing our need for change, repentance through the conviction of the Ruach Hakodesh, we solved our sin problem by discovery and recovery. That the only real and certain way out was only through the way, the truth and the life of Yeshua Messiah. The one sent by His Father, Yahweh, to save us. I learned to live this way, this truth, this life, by the transforming power of repairing free love relationships. Vertical is love relationships with Yah, I am. Internal is love relationships with self. And Horizontal is love relationships with my neighbor. Matthew 22, 36-39 uh, Two Most Important Commands Teacher, which is a great commandment in the Torah. And Yahushua said to him, You shall love Yahweh your Elohim with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first first and great commandment. And second is like you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Hallelujah. I'm going to read the warning. Damaged souls, damaged hearts, crushed spirits. Who you see here, what you hear here, when you leave here, let it stay here. Transform recovery is a refuge, the healing place, the hospital for the heart, the sanctuary for the soul. A warm, friendly environment was created for caring, compassion, and love to be realized. No plastic people here. We keep it real. We invite you to do the same. Open up, share your in-depth testimonies, your fiery trials, and your tough temptations. Holding our past inside is poison to our souls. Sharing our issues openly reveals that which has been hiding in darkness to be brought into this marvelous light. It exposes the accuser, it loosens the liar, and it lessens the load. The freedom and the fear you can safely open up in these love fellowship groups is vital. You are under no surveillance, and Transform Now is not connected to any law enforcement agencies. You are not being set up for any type of failure here, no incarceration, no mental institutions, but for you to find a new cutting life as one in a new yaka, as a new creation. We are not an anonymous fellowship group like of 12-step programs. Rather, we are very outreaching and promotional in an effort to reach the loss on purpose. Although we are not anonymous, we are very confidential. Putting up as a group is not to put out your bad business, but to put out solutions. We in Transform Recovery have come to understand that people will attend our love fellowship groups from all walks of life. People from every color, race, gender, and background imaginable. Newcomers will come into our groups extremely worldly, fleshly, broken people. They may be homeless, helpless, hungry, hurting souls who have no idea what to do. The amount of family dysfunction, self-sickness, and actual abuse, whether sexual, mental, physical, or emotional, will vary from person to person. Some may be heavily sedated on prescription drugs or have even used today. It's very hard to help someone who's been intoxicated. So we encourage anyone who's attending that as used earlier today to please figure to transform after the gathering. We are aware that some are suffering severely and hurting over things that might be quite graphic and horrific in nature. We want you to know you're in the right place. You're safe here. We learn to listen with the utmost sensitivity to each other's circumstances. One scars, one seemingly impending doom of a jail sentence. It repossession be possession of a car, a home foreclosure, one struggling with homelessness, or even a house fire where personal possessions were lost. Some will be struggling with hunger, poverty, sickness, dereliction, degradation, the death of a loved one. Sexual abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse, spiritual abuse, physical abuse, even torture and or extreme bodily harm, etc., etc. The list of potential hurts and pains is as endless as addictions, idols, false gods, and sins. We encourage you to patiently and respectfully listen to each person's share, hypothetically understanding that some may be understandably quite rough around the edges. Their language may be offensive as they may have not yet learned to communicate properly without any street talk, cursing, swearing, or lascivious talk. We ask you to long suffer with those who are still working on perfecting their potential dysfunction, drug damage, or destroyed abusive character. We ask you to share we ask as you share to refrain from any inappropriate speech, but we must be sensitive to what each person may be. Some may be never even opened up the word before. We may have no clue who our Messiah Yeshua is, let alone Yahweh the Ruach HaKadesh. We can never assume that everyone is at the same place in their relationship with the Creator, Some may not know Him at all. Some may have, in fact, bizarre church experiences whereby the Spirit of Love was pursuing them, but yet cannot receive that love, or may have rejected Yahweh as He's trying to save them. We cannot possibly begin to stop, censor, or filter anyone's sharing. There's a saying that truly applies and transforms. We cannot become so heavenly-minded that we have no regrets. Staying relatable will assist us greatly in working to sit the uh, Kifei Step 12, which is essentially helping others correctly in the standards of leadership set forth for Transformers and the Kadesh Steps.
2: Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Alright, well we're going to move into our seventh bodybuilder, the Yahava, or Love Offering, which goes to help the hungry, the hurting, the homeless, the heartbroken, as well as supporting our radio and prison ministries, our faith-fever farms, our houses of worship, and our ability ministry. These are not goals that we created on our own. We just had the responsibility of labeling them This runs anywhere from the homeless to the impoverished to the widowed to those suffering domestic abuse, you name it. We are supposed to take care of, as the Mishpachah, we are supposed to take care of, we are supposed to welcome as our own the stranger in our fields. Because, for whatever reason, They can't, can't, weren't able to, or were deprived of the, the ability to do it on their own. Through many of the things that Marissa listed and mentioned as she was reading the warning, these things have a tendency to mess with people. And if people are forced to deal with them on their own, and that's all they're surrounded by, The destruction can be devastating. It goes beyond mental illness. It goes beyond depression. It goes beyond schizophrenia. It goes into demonic possession and oppression. And things that the only thing that is going to get through those walls is the love of Ahava, the love of Yahweh. Yeah, asks us to be a part of that healing. Because he already knows the healing that we've been through, that we've undergone. And to give a little bit of the results of the strength that he gave us. in his book is not too much to ask. I don't believe he thinks that if we really sought our hearts out and really examined ourselves on the issue, that we would honestly be convicted that he is asking too much, especially when you consider the fact that there is the potential of a major berachot at the end. And I say potential because it all depends on a person's faith an individual's obedience, the trust. There are factors. But transactionally, it's there. Abba ya says, give generously so you can receive generously. I'm watching. There will be a book written. The righteous are those that gave on one side, and the wicked, those that didn't think it much of a priority to be a help to the Mishpachah, on the other. And then he says, see which side fares better. That's in Malachi 3.17, I do believe. So the question we have to ask ourselves as we examine ourselves tonight, and every night for that matter, is what side of the ledger do we want to be on, and can we do it with a happy heart? Can we do it with a smile on our face? Can we sacrifice a dime out of a dollar? to support somebody else, to love somebody else. It doesn't seem like a lot at first. That dime may only seem like a widow's mite. Those two dimes might even seem like a widow's mite. But as you are exalted, as Yah exalts you, as He promotes you, as He, as he encourages you through your own actions and He strengthens your faith in Him and increases your ability to trust Him, He is going to elevate and promote already pouring into you more and all he asks for is 10% to take care of those that have not yet learned how to take care of themselves or are unable to for whatever reason and he says and he says Elohim Yahweh the creator of the universe infinite heart behind all of this says thank you not only by sending his son to die for our sins but he says thank you by saying he will pour out a better coat that we will not have room enough to sustain This is, this is not the good news, but it's good news. It's something to possibly get excited about, to see what he can do through you and me in the hearts and lives of other people. If you want to take part in that, if you want to buy that ticket, if you want to see that show, And I'd encourage you to go to give.yahweh.love. Send a check or money order, regardless of size. Send a letter with it. Introduce yourself. If you don't send the letter, we'll take the check anyway. But we would like to know who you are, how we can pray for you, what you may or may not need. Now, this is opening up a whole relationship thing. And we don't want it to be a one-and-done situation. So not just give.yahweh.love, but love, Inc., P.O. Box 68138, Phoenix, Arizona, 85082. Or you can text 77777 to 44321. Abba, yeah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for the hearts that have determined to give, Abba, that you would pour out a berechot upon them tonight, not just in the material, most definitely not solely in the material, but as you mature them in shamayim, the authority bestowed upon them would cause them to walk closer to you and straighter in the eyes of their fellow man that knowing that that is our ultimate prize hallelujah Well, as I said earlier, I am Shalak Scribe. Emulator, not extraordinary yet, but working on it. I am grateful today. I'm thankful today I was able to get some things done um, in regards to hopefully combating this uh, hacker situation, this. Imposter that is plaguing people in the group. Um, grateful for my son Corey because he was able to and willing to help out again in a number of ways. Um, thankful for the fact that I was able to get many of my passwords changed. Still working on a few uh, on some of it but I'd say I'm probably about 75% done. Looking forward, grateful to be looking forward, hopefully to hitting the ground, running tomorrow, and making a concerted effort to put the last 20 years of inactivity behind me. Thankful for everybody on the line. I'm thankful for Rock and Sand and their efforts, that are most definitely a major factor in the success that we've seen so far. And I pray Yahweh would them in a fresh, new, and mighty way. And I pray for my neighbors next door. who just found out that his girlfriend is ten months or is ten weeks pregnant. And he's starting his uh he's starting a business. had not gotten his contact information yet, but I'm looking forward to other conversations. His puppies decide to seem to like us. uh he's got two pocket pennies over there, so we do try to keep the dogs apart but uh yeah, all in all, it was a good day, and I am excited to be here with that. I'm gonna shut up. So no
1: one else wants to talk, then? <laughs>
3: well, you you said, watch he
1: wanted, ahead. you said you wanted to shut up now, so I figured I guess that's time to talk.
0: <laughs> hey, that's good that is exactly the hint I was trying to drop
1: okay thank you Scott so, I'm, my name is Marissa and I had a pretty okay day um, did a lot of cleaning and different things and didn't make it out to um, get any more job applications out but I'm still waiting on hearing back from some of those places and I have Just for keeping my prayers and following up with places. So I'm thankful for Yahweh helping me get through those moments as I look to him for his guidance in each situation. And I'm thankful for, for everyone on the line. and thankful for my little ones, for Eva. And that she's enjoying her trip in India.
4: So, hallelujah. All right, let's
0: keep her rolling. Who's next? Actually, you waited too long. We're going to do this.
5: I'll be next,
0: all right, go for it, Jennifer.
5: Ah uh, well, I had a very productive day um working at the store. there's uh, been going on, so nobody really comes in um to buy a mattress, so um and I'm just gonna keep praying and declaring to yeah, he you know he always takes good care of me, so I am grateful for that. And, uh, I got an email notification saying, let me know my interview's Friday for the Mattress Firm, so, um, I'm going to just keep praying over that, and, um, I'm grateful for, um, uh, opportunity. Um, opportunity has shown to me multiple times, multiple ways lately, and I've been, I'm just grateful that it has, and, um. I'm grateful that y'all in my life and that um, I no, I have faith that, no, he'll take, take care of me, because he always has. And um, I'm just, uh, I'm thankful for everyone on the line and um, that I'm going to be mentored by Rock. And uh, the that, I'm going to pass all the
0: Thank you Jennifer all right well we will be right back after this uh, there was one I was looking for but this might be it bye and in the light, and we're going to give a shout out to Yami again and see if she is by her phone. She is unmuted. See if we could ask her to pray over the call and introduce herself. sister is struggling with the mute button again. So, we are going to get to the reading. Kodesh, step 10. Rip 2.0 Ruach Reflections is an examination of yourself weighed against every aspect of a perfect walk, a perfect life modeled after the perfect person, Yeshua Messiah. Studying the Kodesh writings seriously is one of the greatest ways to go through each Kodesh Kippe step thoroughly so that nothing is missed in the development of the new you. A great suggestion for a successful orderly transformed recovery love fellowship gathering LFG format is to study in oneness each of the listed Kippe Kodesh writings for each Kodesh step. Example. Simply pick a weekly, bi-weekly, or every other day, or even everyday love fellowship gathering at the appointed time for your love fellowship group to meet. The format you develop will dictate the length of time for each LFG. Activation of numerous small, intimate study groups is definitely going to take an army of servant leaders to step up, unintended. Love fellowship gatherings don't need to be broadcast on Love Live or Oak Reality Radio, nor does it need to be recorded but to generate support from multiple locations, the Virtual Love Fellowship Gathering can work in conjunction with your local LFG. Kippe Kodesh Step 10 is an activation step that activates the other Kodesh steps. Once we've taken some level of action on any given Kippe Kodesh step, we must monitor our progress through the process of our own YAH development, recording Yali actions daily and or even fleshly actions gives us a way of reflecting on our behaviors, good or bad, never for condemnation, but rather for conviction from Ruach. This check by Yah, love, from within, leads us into Teshua, change, or the way, Yeshua, to transform positively out of an old pattern of thinking, a stronghold or evil wronghold, into a new pattern of thinking, a hold. A paradigm is defined by Noah Webster as a philosophical and theoretical framework of a scientific school or discipline within which theories, laws, and generalizations, along with the experiments performed in support of them, are formulated. Noah Webster, the ultimate wordsmith, had the, sacred, had the Kodesh writings in English literally memorized. While in the world, before coming to our understanding of transformation made available by Love, Inc., through Transformed Recovery, our paradigms were definitely influenced by one's misleading us through philosophy and empty deceit according to the tradition of men, according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah. From Colossians 2.8 HRB by Shaul the Shliach, watch that there not be one misleading you through philosophy and empty deceit according to, to the tradition of men, according to the elements of the world, and not according to Messiah. Books of love or Ahava, Yahuwah Yahweh, where I am, that I am.
4: Ea, asher, ea. Hallelujah.
1: Are you waiting for me now?
5: Uh,
3: yeah.
1: Okay, I just didn't hear you say anything. All right, Transform Recovery 12KK Step. Kid Play HaKadash, the dedicated writings of the Ibrahim or Hebrew scriptures. TR12KK Steps Transform Recovery. Twelve KK Steps. First, Yahukanan for eight is First John for eight. Yahuwah is love. The TRKK Steps. The TR12KK Step. Love bites of Yahweh. TRKK Step One. We agreed without love, we were bankrupt. TRKK Step Two. We agreed Yahweh is pure love. TRKK Step Three. We agreed to do love, as the perfect will of Yahweh. TRKK Step Four. We agreed to do loves deeper and honest heart exam. TRKK Step 5 We agreed to share loves examinations honestly. TRKK Step 6 We prepared our souls by fasting and praying for more love. TRKK Step 7 We prayed, He Yahweh, remove anything anti-love, humbling us. TRKK Step 8 We made a list of people we had hurt and didn't love correctly. TRKK Step 9 We ask Yahweh and the people on the list for forgiveness. TRKK Step 10, we examine love's nine KK steps daily in our actions. TRKK Step 11, we pray and listen to Yahweh, improving on love's will. TRKK Step 12, we practice love's will daily, making messengers by Yeshua's example, living these 12 Kephe Kadesh steps. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Thank you very much, Marissa. All right, so we're going to be looking at step seven today, as usual. And the verse for the evening is going to be centered around, or the, the message, I should say, is going to be centered around uh, step seven. We prayed, He, Yahweh, remove anything anti love, humbling us. Uh, sometimes you do have to dig a little bit deeper to actually find the message in some of these passages that do pertain. But it's always there. So if this one seems a little unusual, just bear with me. Because I know the Ruach has got something in here. Starting at verse 14. And after Yohanan was delivered up, Yeshua came to Galah, proclaiming the good news of the reign of Elohim, and saying, the time has been filled, and the reign of Elohim has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. And walking by the sea of Galel, he saw Shimon and Andre his brother, casting a net into the sea for they were fishers. And Yahushua said to them, Come follow me and I shall make you fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. You don't immediately see you don't immediately see anything of really poignant, punchy, obvious removal or infilling of love in this verse with the exception of the fact that we know there was sadness because this is right after you, uh, right after Yohanan or John was imprisoned by Herod but we do know that Yeshua, in his obedience, obviously felt that transgression by Israel deeper than anyone else. He also knew, because of who he was, what John had, or what Yohanan had gone through up to this point. This was a message that was not lost. In silence. This was a message that was carried to probably the worst of the worst in Hebrew slash Jewish society at the time. Fishermen. I mean, these were a rough bunch of guys. These were. Probably some of the toughest guys out there. Foul-mouthed, running around, you know, barely with a loincloth on in their fishing boats all day long, sticking themselves with with hooks that they used to, you know, repair the nets. You name it, they lived a miserable existence. And they weren't scrawny. They weren't skinny. They weren't mealy-mouthed. They weren't effeminate in any way, shape, or form. These were not the nerds of society. These were the brawlers. These were probably the drunkards. Probably the regular adulterers. These were probably the people that everyone stayed away from Why? Because of their behavior and probably because they smelled like fish. And, I mean, you know, you think about it. You've got people that are clothed, as far as we know, in very primitive cloth or animal skins. You ever smelled a wet dog before? They couldn't run down to the local Walmart and buy some Old Spice and go jump in a 24-inch square uh, rainhead shower big enough for four people on a daily basis. It wasn't there. The technology wasn't there. When Yeshua went in, he either had to fit in or he would have gotten looked at funny. Some would almost say that he's probably fortunate that they even heard him out. That's how hard people were seeking, that's how bad they wanted a messiah figure to come on the scene. They needed something because their lives were they were oppressed by the Romans. They were oppressed by their own fleshly natures. The good news that they did hear was probably very sparse. And we know that because they didn't have the technology, it wasn't coming at them from 27 different directions. Yeshua tells them to repent and believe the good news because the reign of Elohim is near. These people did believe in eternity. They believed in history. As much as they could, with the understanding that they had, they believed it with their whole heart. My thinking is that a lot of the same things that humanity went through in the Middle Ages at the hands of the Roman Catholic Church, With the inability to read scripture, I don't know if the Sadducees and Pharisees went so far as to say, if we find you reading it, we're going to kill you like the Catholics did. But that's a message for another time. He sees Shimon and Andre casting nets into the sea. calls them and they drop their nets. Why? Because they felt the Ahava of Yahuwah coming through Yeshua and they wanted some of what he had. Yeshua obviously was not an of. I mean it even sounds funny putting those two words in the same sentence. But the love that they felt coming from Yeshua. As humble as he was, he probably carried himself with an air of command that couldn't be missed. And they were humbled by it and they realized in their heart that they needed to learn from this individual. He had a message that couldn't be ignored. He had a message that shouldn't be ignored. And what could be better? And they probably thought this. What could be better? How could we better spend our existence, what we have left of it, than spending it in the presence of this man who literally just by looking at us And speaking a few words to us caused us to drop our nets. That doesn't say it was any more dramatic than that. But they were probably astonished that Yeshua even spoke to them because of the way they looked. Why would this Kodesh man This minister, this Messiah, even speak to us. Well, Yeshua realized and would help them realize that the majority of the people that Yeshua would minister to in his earthly ministry would relate more to a couple of foul-mouthed fishermen than they would to a Sadducee, a scribe, or a Pharisee with his nose so far up in the air and his neck so so stiff that they just couldn't connect to him. I think what we need to look at and pray for and understand is how do we express the desire for our lives to more honestly resemble what the disciples looked like before and in the process of maturing into the office of apostles and shaliachs, we have what it takes because we have Yahuwah in us, we have Yeshua in us. Do we let the humility out? Is there anything in us that is still anti-love, and are we willing to take it to our knees before him in prayer and meditation and asking? And I think if anybody's, well, with cer- with certain exceptions, Unfortunately, some of us probably still struggle with it. We haven't learned to appreciate the benefits of that close of a prayer relationship, of that that close of a communication relationship with our Messiah. And yeah, that's a confession. But I think as we look at this and pray about it, we can see that there is removal of anti love and humbly receiving the learning how to love our neighbor as ourself in this as well. So Hallelujah. With that, I will pass. The line is now open. Back in three minutes, right after this, unless somebody's going to speak up.
2: Hi, Yami.
0: Hey, Yami. <laughs>
2: I'm, I'm sorry. I'm kind of being attacked physically, and um, <clears throat> so. What's going on? I just, I just, I've got sore throat and um, I was sneezing over and over and over. Like, and then um, liquid would come out of my nose and my my throat's real bad. I've got a headache. It's just a physical.
0: Well, wow, it's sounds
2: I don't receive it and can go ahead and act up, but it's not going to have me. I'm Yahweh, and I'm healed. So um, thank you. It's been good tonight. Sorry I wasn't much of a participant. But love y'all. Have a great weekend.
0: All right. Love you, Yami. And see
2: you tomorrow. Oh, see you um, Saturday. Shabbat. Yes, amen that Thank you for the invite and i it's an exciting thing to do
0: so. hallelujah all right. we will be right back after this. <laughs>
6: I
4: was falling apart when heaven rescued me. Recover my heart, I want my world to see. I can testify, testify. From the comforts of my home to a jail cell. They try to break me
6: down, but their plan failed. I remember like yesterday, still clear as day. When I felt I had my whole future stripped away.
3: Should have known better, I for the better me feeding my desires ignoring my royal pedigree bloodline from the heavens still slept in the penitentiary oh,
6: but i was meant for more so when you say the words i've written touch you it's the lord the pressure that i felt on me don't feel it anymore you sent me healing from above there's nothing realer than your love i was falling apart when heaven rescued me recovered my heart i want the world to i need same day delivery for some of my prayers i close my eyes where my stress and anxiety flare if it comes up like stairs i know right on time my god will be there so many blessings coming down i don't know if it's real we not scared i just feel like we should have be here but i'm prepared i got nothing to fear this is god's plan young man and not a career this
4: a calling i'm all in i'm done stalling i'm done waiting for a better time to tell my story i know there's power world. Stop this plan. I was falling apart when heaven rescued me, recovered my heart. I won't forget.
0: Testify. Looking for some sharing.
1: Oh yeah, I will share. So it's about 115, and it started. You started at 14, and after you, you, Johannen was delivered up. Yeshua came to Galilee, proclaiming the good news of the reign of Elohim, and saying, This time has been filled, and the reign of Elohim has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. And walking by the sea of Galilee, he saw Shimon and Andre, his brother, casting it into the sea, for they were fishers. And Yeshua said to them, Come, follow me, and I shall make you become fishers of men." And immediately they left their nets and followed Him. So they followed Yahushua. And 15 is talking about, as we've been talking about steps to having to repent and believe in the good news. As we know that the news out there is so much negative things. So we have to look to Yahweh for truth and to be thankful for His good news and I know that for me I have to look to Yahweh for strength and for help each day as I'm overcoming some different challenges in my recovery so I know that without Yahweh things would not be possible if I did honor him first and I know with our Savior, our Messiah that as I am looking to Him and as well as understanding that He's there for me and even though there's there's things that is beyond my control that I have to Yahweh remind me that it's okay that to wait on His timing for certain things and as well as I'm learning to but more about Yahweh's love as that was a question yesterday from Rock about the commands which we've been going over in the preamble so I'm learning to love and as I am overcoming whatever it is those walls that I put up to receive and to receive love the right way and as well as to um, love my neighbor so I just um, learning to process through that so I, re- I repent of whatever is blocking those things and I ask for Yahweh to reveal to me what it needs to come down through the process of eliminating for the elimination of whatever it is so Yahweh can help me understand it and that I can have and receive Yahweh's love and not have to worry about that, and if I repent those different aspects of whatever led to those situations that Yahweh will really remind me of what I need to know so I can repent and grow and as well as learn to love, so I know that for believing in Yahweh's good news is to understanding his love and to not not to be looking at the bad things and <laughs> Even though I'll see some headlines and different things on the news, and sometimes I don't like it, but I can only pray about those things. There's some pretty, pretty negative stuff out there that's been happening recently, and it makes me sad. So,
3: especially
1: when it's beyond the person's control, or the children. So there's a lot of sad, sorrowful things out there, and we have to look to. To Yahweh to help the situations, and to look at his his good news, as in that we're over that I'm overcoming a lot, and that He's helping us through our process and sending the right workers for, set, to set them forth to help with the what He's calling them to do. And that's all for all of us. He, he is raising us up to do His mighty work, as we are called to do what Yahweh wants us to do. And as we go, as I go through the process, that I can be set free from those things that are hindering me in my growth and keeping me stuck for so many years. That it's no longer stuck. <laughs> in His name i got two dogs next to me wrestling so that Yahweh can give us good news that there's, that there's joy in the puppy and the dog loves. and I, so I reprint of things and I pray for the things to be revealed that is necessary that Yahweh needs to help me o- overcome and grow into into my, my true anointing and my love Relationships and anything else is gone. And I put it under the the blood of Yeshua. Hallelujah, and I'll pass.
0: Hallelujah, thank you for that, Marissa. We will be back in about four minutes, and we're going to ask again. This is Yahweh, name above all names. Mark 1, 14 through 16, possibly 17. Um, and it's been good. Now beyond the name of Yeshua, we just pray for Yami, rock, and sand, and maybe even Marissa. It seems like there is something going around that has to do with barometric pressure that's getting people's sinuses and heads all stuffed up and uncomfortable. So, Abba, we just pray for a healing over the entire ministry so that whatever it is that's in the air loses all authority. It never had any authority. Uh, Abba, we just pray That you, as the great physician, would step in and clear up whatever's going on. (laughs) I mean, is there anybody else that wants to share on the reading for today? What about you, Jennifer? Thoughts? Evening, Dan, I see you come on. How you doing?
5: Dan, go ahead and say something, because I don't have anything to really say on the reading today.
0: All righty. You need the verses reread, Dan?
4: No, I didn't. I, um... Just getting in, uh, just getting in the house after not knowing how to come home after early day off work. But you was in Psalms. Where, where were you at?
0: We were in Mark. <laughs> okay, now we're looking at step seven, which is asking you to to, uh, let's see, I got to. Well, you know what step seven is. That's that's repentance and asking God to remove anything that is not of love, that is anti-love, that is anti-him, and humbling us so that that we love better. Okay. So we were looking at Mark 1, 13 through 18, actually. It says, And he was there in the wilderness 40 days, tried by Satan, and was with the wild beasts, and the messengers attended him. And after Yohanan was delivered up, Yahusha came to Galal, proclaiming the good news of the reign of Elohim, and saying, The time has been, fil- has been filled, and the reign of Elohim has come near. Repent and believe in the good news, and walking by the Sea of Galilee, Galil, he saw Shimon and Andrei, his brother, casting a net into the sea for they were fishers. Yehoshua said to them, come follow me and I shall make you become fishers of men. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. And the point of the message was basically that Yeshua went and practically for all intents and purposes sought out the worst of the worst in the Israeli or Hebrew culture, the Jewish culture at the time, Because, let's face it, Fisherman probably had a pretty rough life. They were a pretty rough and tumble bunch of guys that most people could relate to. And the thoughts would be, well, if he can save them, if he can do something for them, then maybe he can do something for us, too. And just the fact that Yeshua was willing to pour love into those considered probably the worst of the worst and cause them to pour out favor and love and for true friendship to those around them probably carried a lot of weight as far as our witness is concerned. So, your thoughts.
4: Hallelujah. Wow. That was powerful. Yeah. Thinking that uh, right there where you said, walking along beside the sea, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a small net in the sea. They they were fishers. And it just brings me really thought. I mean, I had the thought on my mind as one, getting engulfed in the word and not going to work. I don't know if it was Yeshua, how my yet, or Satan. But my mindset was because I was excited reading, reading about the book of Daniel, on some prayers, About the Daniel fast, a couple YouTubes, and just was excited about the goodness of Yeshua and the Word coming forth and giving Him that time in prayer before I get on the prayer line and just seeking His divine revelation and His presence. I just felt so in awe of
0: Yeshua that I
4: knew I would enjoy a full day of just engulfing in the word but I prayed and prayed and Yeshua didn't say no stay say oh so the first came to mind is work by the sweat of your bra work unto the unrighteous as unto Yeshua. Man don't work, man don't eat so I went ahead and went. We had a pretty pretty nice day. I mean the weather was okay, cool and whatnot. So when Yeshua is saying here um as, and they abandoned their net at one and followed him. So, my prayer was Yeshua, if it's not your will for me to go to work, let me know. And I was thinking maybe my car got stolen, my car wouldn't start. And I want a sign from Yeshua. And I didn't get any signs, so I just felt no, be committed. You, you're committed and you're working. Not as working a job for the income, because it ain't really, you know, a lot. It's, it's money. but And the thing about it was, it was being an example, a light in a world of darkness. And being consistent and timely. And that shows a different character without speaking the word of sacred scriptures or the you know, transform. It was just being available and willing and going on a job and having a different character from what they used to having. And you know how people feel about temporary help guys. So as Yeshua had for me to go, as he called for Peter, and he called for James John and the rest of them, there was Mending nets, fishermen, tax collectors, and he called for them to come follow me. He didn't say much. He just said, follow me. And, I mean, me just looking back at that now, Yeshua speaking in an audible voice or in a still quiet voice through his verses, through the words. I didn't feel that this morning, but about staying home. So... Amongst doing a job, I don't know today, Thursday. I don't know if that was today or yesterday. We did one job that was pretty dirty and nasty, and I got in trucks. And the other, I think that was yesterday. The other guy that worked with me just gave me a ten dollar tip. I mean, I think we got a twenty dollar tip, and he gave me ten of it. I didn't know we got a tip. He could have kept it in his pocket. It was like, wow, honest man. Thank you. You know, and he don't appear to say anything about Yeshua, or church, or a Catholic, or a Lutheran, or anything. He's got a cross on his finger, and it looks like he got a picture or a tattoo of a Satanist on his arm. And I haven't never mentioned anything to him about uh, his beliefs. He mentioned a breakfast of mine, and I told him I was at a church, a men's breakfast. Here's was like, oh, okay. So never hear them coming in the house of Yeshua. But Yeshua is saying here, and at once he called them. It didn't say these were saints. These was in a church. These was men that was taught about uh, uh, Messiah, if you will. It just says he told them they were fishermen. He told them, follow me. So I never know when Yeshua is going to call on this young man, this young man is going to come closer to transform men, or when I'm going to come and give their heart to Yeshua, basically because of a lifestyle, not preaching to them and teaching them, but living it before them and seeking Yeshua. So when I do my fast, I'm believing, because he know how much I eat when I'm not fasting. When the time comes that Yeshua sure has me to go without for a specified period of time, he would notice a difference, a light, a glow, energy, and excitement that I would have after going days without eating, and not just to show it to him, but because there's a need of mine to denounce the flesh. So it said after Yeshua was in the wilderness for 40 days and being tempted, I think I'm at three weeks being on this job, and being tempted. All manner between snacks, food, junk food, temptations of women trying to Come to the door and open the door and have, you know, you have to go no further. But it is for me to be the man of Yeshua and look the other direction and be thankful to Yahweh that He gave me peace and He given me joy and He given me how to overcome the temptations of the world and the temptations of the flesh, the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, and pride of life. So I got to know and believe that he is the way, the truth, and above him there's no other. So if he called upon me or as he called upon me to follow him or speak or give, I need to know is for me to give that amount or follow him and come to the house of Yeshua sure, or find my way to the Hebraic studies that's being done in Wisconsin. Yes. I've seen something on somewhere there it was you know, it was speaking at something of that nature, you can tell there was in the heart of Yeshua. You know, a, so I know Yeshua has opened the door for me to hear more of him. And even in here, in the lesson I was studying in the morning about the brick name of Daniel, Meshach, and Abednego, but the Nebuchadnezzar tried to rename him, so Yeshua had a plan for that as well, even in the Old Testament, or in the first covenant, so I know Yahweh has a For I know the thoughts I have for you is to prosper you and not to harm you. So I believe that a lot of things that took place in my life recently was not to destroy me, but to develop me. And in the midst of that, I've been drawing closer to Yeshua, seeking his divine revelation. And right here in verse 20, and at once he called them and leaving their father, Zebedee, in the boat, With the hired servants, they went after him. And it says, and at once, another translation says, immediately, didn't waste no time, knew it was something about that man, As a song, something about that name, something about Yeshua, that they knew we needed to stop. Put our nets down. Tell Dad bye bye because it's about the heavenly Father and not the earthly dad or stepdad. So Yahweh had a plan that as they follow him, that they would be tremendously impacted by the kingdom work. So let's follow Yeshua tonight, transformers, demon hunters. Follow Yeshua. And let Yahweh have his way. Start your day with Yahweh, end your day with Yahweh. Those listening via internet, pre-recorded message line, know that he is the way, the truth, and the life. No man should have nothing unless they follow him. So we got to know the husband, man, the bridegroom. We got to know where Yeshua is. Has supposed to be when he has supposed to be there, and how. That we're on time for everything. In his name, Amen.
0: Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Dan. Excellent sharing tonight. Do we have anybody else on that wants to? Hey. Just for today September twenty second, 2022 Keeping the Gift Life takes on a new meaning when we open ourselves to this gift Neglecting our recovery is like neglecting any other gift we've been given Suppose someone gave you a new car Would you let it sit in the driveway until the tires rotted? Would you just drive it, ignoring routine maintenance until it expired on the road? Of course not. You would go to great lengths to maintain the condition of such a valuable gift. Recovery is also a gift, and we have to care for it if we want to keep it. While our recovery doesn't come with an extended warranty, there is a routine maintenance schedule. This maintenance includes regular meeting attendance and various forms of service. We will have to do some daily cleaning out. Cleaning. Our tenth step and once in a while a major fourth step overhaul will be required. But if we maintain the gift of recovery, thanking the giver each day, it will continue. The gift of recovery is one that grows with the giving. Unless we give it away, we can't keep it. But in sharing our recovery with others, we come to value we come to value it all the more. Just for today. My recovery is a gift, and I want to keep it. I'll do the required maintenance, and I'll share my my recovery with others. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
1: We're we're gonna keep our gift of recovery every day. Hallelujah. Thank you for that. Scribe. Rejoice in Yahweh. We read the whatever prayer. We as we rejoice in Yahweh always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Adon is near. Worry for naught, but in all, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to Yahweh. And the peace of Yahweh, which surpasses all understanding, shall guard your hearts and minds through Mashiach Yeshua. For the rest, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is righteous, whatever is clean, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, if there's any uprightness and if there's any praise, think on these. And what you have learned and received and heard and sat and me, practice these, and Elohim of Shalom shall be with you. Hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah. Thank you for that, Marissa. Well, we shall be back right after this.
3: Try to punch the clock
0: Hallelujah. Abba yeah, in the name of Yeshua, we just thank you for everything. We thank you for our eyes. We thank you for our hands. We thank you for our mouths. We thank you for our our ears to hear, our feet to walk, our hearts to Ahava. Abba, we thank you for the rest. That you've promised so we can rejuvenate. So that we can strengthen. So that we can grow. So that we can hear from you as we're sleeping. Abba, we just pray for ya inspired dreams as we rest. And that you would bring us all back to this place one more time. Tomorrow morning. 737 Eastern, 637 Central, 537 Mountain, and 437 Pacific for another Ruach HaKadesh filled installment of Praise, Bird, Decree, and Declare, where we learn how to start our day the right way in you. Father, we thank you. We just ask it all in the name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Amen. Love you. Love you. You were there.
6: Love you both.
4: Yes, sir. I was here all the time, but I had a uh, prison call that I had to take care of, or a jail-related call. So I was uh taking care of that while the call was going on tonight. okay, okay. so
0: all right, We're glad everything turned out well, and we will go ahead and put a hand in this one
4: yeah i'm I'm uh really grateful for the conversation that we had it was uh it was I think another giant leap forward in the positive direction. Hallelujah.
0: It was good. Very cool. How are you? All right. Yabaluch. the tov. And we will hear from you all tomorrow morning.